0: Yeah. Hey guys,
1: welcome back to the Anime Collector, and welcome to the OCA podcast. Um, really kind of stressed out right now? Like, photo finish on getting this started on time. Um, so, <clears throat> first off, my co-host, Donjobo-Agi.
0: Hey, hey, so, what's the panic about on the Forge podcast? Okay, so, podcast?
1: I've got to go ahead and, uh, we have to... This podcast is gonna be a shorter one. I'm probably gonna to try to keep it under two hours or so. So rather than waiting for people to filter in, I'm just gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right into the news uh, just to sort of use that to let people filter in um, I have to drive to California tonight, so <clears throat> um, just a l- little bit underprepared. I just need to grab the, oh, we're already limited or no ads. By the way, the last podcast where that happened, um, a couple hours after it launched it, uh, it went back. So I, I wonder if they're just doing this for all live stuff now, which is, which makes sense. Cause they don't actually, I don't think they run ads on live things anyway. So who knows? Anyway, uh, I'm going to try to, let's see. I need the, I, did I, you haven't gotten the other link, the link to actually the get link. the chat. Okay. I'll send that to you. well We already got two people in the chat. That's great. Um, Sweet. Pop out chat. Sorry. I'm just getting my, I literally started the stream. Uh, so the way that, just for you guys who don't know, the way that it works is you uh, you start the the cast <clears throat> for the live stream, and then you hit start broadcast, right? So it's like Augie and I usually sort of set things up and make sure everything's working uh, beforehand. I literally started the cast at 9.59, which is the 10 o'clock is when it is for me now because of the time change. Hey, FDM is here. Okay. All right. So um, let's go over the news real quick. Uh, there's a couple of things that we just need to sort of
0: go over. Um, I,
1: say what? Oh, I didn't send it to you yet? Okay. Nope. Sorry. I just – okay. Because Augie needs the chat too. So Yep, yep. There you go. That should be it. There we go. All right, so normally I try to reorganize the tabs so that we can talk about things in a you know, a decent order that makes sense, but um, I'm just going literally from the order that Augie sent these to me and, or, or that our conversations through the last two weeks have gone. Um, so the first thing's first, and I'm kind of glad to talk about this first because it means that I can get it out of the way and we don't have to have a whole conversation with everybody coming in. The uh, – creator of a Kenshin has been charged with possession of child pornography. So that's fun. Um, obviously it doesn't change, uh, the fact that he made probably one of the most incredible manga and anime series of all time. But, uh, uh, from what I haven't read any of these articles, I haven't, I've had zero time these last two weeks, but from what I've gathered just through social media, it sounds like he was hiding DVDs, Um, of underage kids in his child's crib or you know what the person who said it might have been referring to his home (laughs) when they said crib because it was Nino who I read that from so I don't know Um, but uh, that's awkward and then the next thing in the news Pixar's John Lasseter takes leave of absence amid allegations of sexual misconduct Um, so why is this important? John is the one, he's a really good friend of Miyazaki uh, he's the one that brought the uh, Studio Ghibli films over here originally um, that famous uh, there, before before he brought everything over here there was that famous little bout where they wanted to make cuts um, Miramax wanted to make cuts to uh, Princess Mononoke and Miyazaki um, and Studio Ghibli sent over a, uh, a katana in the mail with a note that said no cuts <laughs> like a little threat there
0: was um, also, the Nazca Valley of the Wind fiasco that happened—that's
1: true. That was that was that might have acted was it? It was Princess Mononoke, though. That I'm remembering that correctly, aren't I? Uh,
0: that story with the katana, yes. But uh, okay, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, but you're right. You're right. Something? Warriors,
1: Warriors of the Wind. Yeah. Warriors of the Wind was what they called the uh, the Nazca of the Wind before. Um, I totally forgot. I was about to type something in, and I totally forgot what it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, FDM says he finds it shocking because the creator of Roni Kenjin just straight up said to them, "I prefer late elementary school girls to early junior high." Um, is he saying he prefers late elementary over junior high, or the age range of late elementary to early junior high?
0: I think this he's is also.
1: Range, but... he was literally about to start the Roni manga again. You know what? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> Ronny Kenshin ends at the Shishio arc. Okay? <laughs> I don't want there to be more of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I kind Age of Yeah. So, so, I kind of,
1: so here's something...
0: Go ahead. Kind of, Go ahead. I kind of wish that this didn't happen so I could have it, because if you watch all the movies, spoiler for the end of it, he dies. So I kind of wanted more adventure involved. <laughs>
1: And he dies of, like, syphilis or something.
0: Yeah, some disease. It's like, that's how he dies? It's like Elvis on the toilet. But at least the guy wasn't, like, farming yeah. people. Thank God. If D.A.N.F. Uh, says,
1: maybe he, he'll use his prison time to write the, <laughs> the manga.
0: Well, someone has to print it. Yeah. Okay. That's true. And,
1: and with how things are going, it's like, um, there's an avalanche. Like, the the... the house of cards quote-unquote has begun to fall um
0: because then of Harvey again, Weinstein so then again would it would anything happen because he's a celebrity
1: what do you mean would anything happen you do you think would Although would Michael they not Jackson, publish it yeah. because of his status is that what you're saying you said you said somebody needs to publish it referring to the manga are you saying that would they not publish it because he's a Celebrity.
0: Would contracts be nulled because of this
1: event? I think that the publishers, this is, this besmirches their brand. So they're going to do whatever is possible. Legal jujitsu of some form to out themselves from the contract. You know, if this was America, that's how it'd be handled. Now there's, there's something really important I want to bring up about this. First of all, I just want to state um I I think that the sexualization of minors is awful. You know, um, I think that we have a good age range in America. I think 18 is a good um, cutoff date in terms of like whether regarding you have like the mental wherewithal to consent and and not be objectified unwillingly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But uh, in Japan, in parts of Japan, the age of consent is like 13. So, um, I actually would like to, at some point, read into this and and find all this out. Um, again, I'm not I'm not saying that they've got it right there. I, I disagree with with the age yeah. of consent being so low in Japan, but um, I'm just saying that that the things are just different. It's a different country, you know. Um, so it'd be interesting to see.
0: Uh, well, keep in mind how some this plays parts out. Of, keep in mind some parts of America. If the parents sign and agree to it, you can have someone married at 14. Right.
1: But But we're talking about we're talking about I mean in the Middle East they they marry six year olds. You know, I I don't what do you want me to say about this? It's not about it's about it's I'm talking I'm talking from a legal standpoint, moral or ethical standpoint, what these things are, you know. So um it'll be interesting to see uh because it's just tricky. But anyway, like I said, I wanted to get that out of the way first so that we could move on to other stuff. Okay, um, on next. He, FDNM says he made that movie non canon yes, 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 regarding, regarding the the death. Um, okay, anyway, all right, so next uh, next article.
0: At least I've watched uh, the show. Turn uh, <laughs> to FDNM. Ocean
1: anime cast Yoko Hikasa, Daisuke Namakawa, and Nobuhiko Okamoto. You sent me this.
0: Uh, yeah, you probably have to show that. All
1: right. Uh, da, da, da. It's kind of annoying just because I have to. I, I, it, it wouldn't be annoying. It's just that the way that Google Hangouts works doesn't like using uh, multiple desktops in um, MacBook. All right, share. Yeah,
0: see that? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Soul Hunter, the reboot. Right. Oh, or the, okay. Or yeah. uh, I guess Retail haven't watched that. What you told me you didn't like it?
1: No, I said a friend of mine had it, gave me his oh. DVDs, and said that he didn't. He it wasn't. He didn't care for it.
0: This yeah, for looks it being, like a human
1: character, like just stuck on eyes for a whole different show.
0: <laughs> once again, treat it like a episode of Wishbone, and you're fine. But you don't know what Wishbone is. Um treat this like you're watching a fairy tale like show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty I, easy. I,
1: I I have to see it. You know, I'm just saying that from the I'm going into under the, with the perspective that I don't I don't know how it's gonna be, you know, because my friend watched it and he just didn't care for it. Um next up Kadokawa's new type of magazine ceases publication. I feel like I've heard this. Uh. Of, oh neon type. Okay, see going a little too fast today. I need to slow down. Yep. Katakawa's Neon-Type magazine sees this publication. Do, who reads magazines anymore?
0: Oh, well, F4. I do as long as it's not the current ones of today.
1: <laughs> Girls in Panzer Dream Tank match ships in Southeast Asia in English on February 27th. So this is a video game, yeah?
0: Yep. This is and for PlayStation 4, I do believe.
1: You know, while I was watching it, I think I might have mentioned this when we talked about Girls in Panzer, but um while I was watching it, same thing with the live-action Speed Racer. I just kept thinking, like, this would make such a great video game. See, this being hours and hours of fun. Oh yeah. Next up, we've got uh, Yuasa Four C's Mind Game. Film to stream on v- Verve Select. Play in North American theaters. Wow. When you sent me this, yeah, yeah, here. North American distributors G Kids announced that it it's San-
0: Hey, I didn't write it. I'm just posting it. Pretty much it's g- pretty much G Kids is releasing this in the U- the United okay, States yeah, streams. That's, that's what you're. It's going talking. to have some theatrical releases. So, right after the whole Kickstarter's done.
1: I know, right? Like literally later. we just got it. By the way, that reminds me I need to make sure I grab my my pickups.
0: Well, well at least um, this gets a uh, barcode. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so next up Live action Ghost in the Sh- Ghost in the Shell uh, film wins HPA award for color grading. And uh, that's Hollywood all. Professional Association revealed its winners. You know, of course, the- I mean, but what else came out that year? I don't- it's the only movie I saw that year.
0: Oh, there you go. It won one award.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I was okay, impressed move. with it. Moving right along. This there
1: is awesome. <laughs> so, I uh, used a sleep mask. Um, I would totally get this. There's, I have one in my in my watch list on eBay, uh, with the One Punch Man OK face eyes. <laughs> yeah, it looks so funny. You know, it's like just the. It's, I use that term, the OK face, because that's he's in the style of drawing in that. But you you know what I mean? It's like it's just yeah. a common thing yeah. in the show.
0: If I can I'll buy watch that, watch I would it. probably buy two pairs of both: one to use and one to one to show off.
1: One to put on the to, mannequin head where you keep your Sephiroth wig.
0: <laughs> I can naturally grow that hair. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> uh, live action Mob Psycho 100 show show reveals additional cast. Yeah. So Mob Psycho 100 yet? It's it funny.
0: Pretty, it's pretty good if once it's released I'm, over here. I'm the sure, same I'm guy, sure guy really One Punch I, Man. That one guy though looks was like Beetlejuice the whole time.
1: Next up, Densu. that's the Japanese, uh, right? Ah. OLM consult on... Uh, if you want to save Asian. this
0: for next podcast so we can talk about it a little bit more in depth, I'm fine with that. All right. I'm going to slide that over there. Where was I? Right here. Live action
1: school live film is slated for 2018. Uh, Japan... Am I? Is it weird? Like, has Japan just started really ramping up their live action productions lately?
0: Hey, if it sells well, milk it while you can.
1: Yeah. Uh, Basilisk sequel anime reveals first video. Um, have you seen this? The original.
0: I've seen a few uh, few of the first episodes, but I haven't seen it all the way. I thought it do was you a like it
1: needed. Do you feel like it needed a, a sequel? And first of all. This is saying it's a sequel, right? Yes. Yeah. Why are all the characters younger? <laughs> are they the kids of the original cast?
0: Yeah, probably. I thought the I haven't seen it all the way, but I thought Basilisk was a death game. Oh uh, yeah, a you, feud you're, or something.
1: You're well, because it's the the Iga and the Koga ninjas. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like it's like a Romeo and Juliet. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, story. Um, there's a live action movie called Shinobi that is the, I think it's based on the same manga. It's not supposed to be an adaptation of the, uh, of the anime. Um, and it's not really also an adaptation of the manga, but it's like based on the manga. So it takes a lot of like things that were done in the manga. So they it, it's, it's, it's like it's connected but very loosely, you know, because this is the manga itself is based on actual stories of the Koga and Egan ninjas, right? Um, right. and the warring, but
0: I think, anyway, but really calling a movie Sin- shinobi in Japan that's like calling a movie Bill. No, in that's
1: America. how that's how it came out in America.
0: Um, oh, oh, that's okay. that's, that's definitely
1: that's the the DVD that was released over here. I don't know what the original uh, title was.
0: And it um, sounds like your sound's bouncing uh, a little
1: shinobi,
0: bit. Say what I think your sound's bouncing a little bit. Bouncing? Yeah.
1: What what do you mean by bouncing? Can everybody hear me okay? Yeah. There it is. Where'd the check? No, well. the check? Messed up audio. Uh oh shoot. Okay. Well, <clears throat> let me just say um I got right after the last podcast, I got a call from my internet provider. And they told me that uh like there's a promotional offer going around probably because of the whole net neutrality thing going on. Um, all the internet providers now are, um, are, they're like removing contracts. They're taking contracts out of the deal. There's probably some fine print that I should have looked at, but um, my internet provider called me and offered me a new thing that they had going on, a new promotion for like the next two years um, where I'm all. I was already paying for the highest internet they had at the time when I first got here, and now my internet speed is doubled for five bucks more a month. Hopefully, um, it's it's twice as much download and 150 percent of what I used to have in terms of uploads. So I was hoping that the podcast would be better. I totally lost track of where where we were talking about though.
0: We uh, were about to move to the next topic because we got the okay. d- best. Oh. Yeah, they finally released uh, news of this, but when I re- showed this to you, no one mentioned any news of Gintama's live action being up for pre order. And it does have a wow. DVD Blu ray com- combo pack. This is done. Nice. So, this is who's uh, releasing
1: this over here? Well, or is this the, the details. Japanese we'll one? go.
0: We'll go. They released a uh, Kung Fu basketball. Or Shaolin basketball, um, Shaolin and soccer. Other. Shaolin soccer. I well it's, read my description What's that
1: of, the Hammer game. Uh, the Hammer Gang.
0: The um... no, that was WB.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just saying the the people who made Kung Fu Hustle also made Shaolin Soccer.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, part of that lineage of that actor. Um. Uh, Stephen Chow.
1: Oh, you that? Yeah, the you sent me probably. Yeah. Not, I've just joked there. I didn't know that was there. <laughs> People, I'll, I'll have to blur that and the thing later. Um, what are we at? 18 minutes in. Good. Okay. Um, uh, you sent me the the name. It was um,
0: bad bad. I don't know.
1: You you typed that in on Facebook, hit enter, and then oh,
0: oh like, no 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 that that's for that's for uh, solar adventure solar adventure even though that's a misspelling
1: okay. uh, yeah I was gonna say because Xiaoping is spelled with an X
0: yeah I just copied an right, so, episode moving on
1: there almost there let's just get through these so we can keep moving uh so hentai manga publisher Faku acquires hentai anime publisher Kitty Media. Um, oh, that's so what actually, they sell.
0: I, I thought they sold uh, skate decks.
1: They, they have skate decks that they sell at conventions and stuff. Yeah,
0: um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this. Um, I
1: haven't actually read this yet, but I just want to read this real quick um, so I know what it says, and I'll, you guys will just get it here. So, adult manga publisher Faku announced on Monday that it has acquired adult anime publisher Kitty Media. Faku will add hentai anime from Kitty Media to its online catalog at no additional cost and will also offer DRM free digital purchases. Kitty Media was established in 1997 as an imprint of Media Blasters. Media Blasters will continue to handle physical media releases. Okay. While Faku will handle digital distribution. So that just means that um, they've made basically it says they've acquired. Media, yeah, but basically, the- what's happened is that they've uh, they're taking over online streaming. So they're 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 basically um, what's going to happen is that they're going to have this stuff. All of Kitty Media's lineup is probably going to show up on Faku's website, and then is going to send like lawyers and stuff to all the other places where all this stuff has been on the internet for probably forever, and uh, and issue copyright takedowns um, and cease and desist to so all these like millions of porn sites, right? So anyway, Media Blasters will also coordinate and extend licensing opportunities for new content to FAKU. Uh, FAKU confirmed that its catalog will include Itadaki, Seiki, Fuzzy Lips, Spaceship Agaruder, Akisora, and Kite. FAKU began its website and hosting your submitted translation and entered the digital and physical publishing business in 2014 third-party Japanese publishing.
0: And the first title he mentioned is uh, Vampire Vixen. Even though yeah. it says that same title in cursive above the uh, English yeah. other title, and
1: yeah. Um, so this basically, uh, so this is actually looking better for uh, for Kitty Media than I the the initial news because, like I said, I've been so busy because I'm leaving tonight for for California. I'm going to drive for six hours with two kids, my wife, dog. Car's going to be totally full, and then we're going to get to California. Meet up with um, relatives and then go nine hours to Lake Tahoe. And again, with a newborn baby, another kid, and it's just, it's going to be rough. <laughs> so I've uh, been trying as hard as I can to get through this stuff. I haven't read any of this. It's all been based on, you know, little social media blurbs. So this yeah, sounds girl, like I can't
0: really better. blame you for some of this because some of the titles are kind of not really labeled that well.
1: Well, you mean that the headlines are clickbaity or something?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. not clickbaity, just don't make sense. Like the whole mind game one, my God. It's like they put yeah. random variables and tell you to solve for X. Well,
1: anyway, um, so basically this sounded really bad when I first heard it because I thought it sounded like Media Blasters. I mean, uh, honestly, I don't really, I don't care all that much about Kitty Media. The only reason that I support Kitty Media is because I want Media Blasters to not go out of business, <laughs> you know, so... This, like, if, you know, if you read down the line, this, this looks like a good news for them. Um, anyway, moving on <laughs> breakup goes south after girlfriend steals over 800 has it's like, it's funny when like uh, the normal person reading this article is like, Oh my God, that's so much. And we think about uh, yeah, this as yeah, yeah. like, that could be like two sets, you know,
0: Um, <laughs> uh, pretty much quick summary. Yeah. yeah uh 49 year old date
1: hold on hold on this is in japan yeah okay when you told me about this i thought uh because this has happened i've seen like three or four articles like this over the years about this happening in america anyway go ahead yeah allegedly stole like i remember i said it could be two sets like magical girl full metal alchemist <laughs>
0: oh you want me to continue yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, pretty much the sum of that big article. 49-year-olds dating 23-year-old. 23-year-old, for some reason, stole stole anime and sold it, apparently. The 49-year-old is trying to get a lawyer while the 23-year-old is still living with him.
1: By the way, that that reminds me, I don't see him in the chat yet, but I want to wish Danny a happy birthday.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Danny. This is probably the worst time to bring that up, but there you go.
1: (laughs) Anyway, yeah, continue. Uh, I'll be right back.
0: Okay, so my two cents on this issue is the whole... Granted, if it's... uh, Granted, the guy... Who knows who's sane in the, at this point between the two? But so far, the whole article kind of leads to him, even though it might not sound right. Um, the only reason I can think that he wants her to stay with him is one: if she, one, there might be some local dispute that we that they don't, re, that they're not revealing, and they want to keep it under wraps. They, he probably, won't, or she's probably not really sane and wants to make sure that she's not. Going out and causing more harm than good, or I'll three, three maybe it's just some random Jerry Springer stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll have to read the article later because I, I felt like I knew where you were going with this, and then I'm like, what's going on with the? <laughs> he wants her to stay like that one. Was...
0: Yeah, for anyway. some. Yeah. Um. So be careful who, who you date, and be safe. I guess. <laughs> All right. So to a
1: up on your anime collection is what Augie's telling you.
0: Yeah. Alright, so what's next? What are you eating anyway?
1: Carmelo Bar.
0: Well, I can't see that now. Huh. Alright, so first, Girls in Pen. There's finale film listed as 45 or 47 minutes long. This is the first out of six, and that's Pretty much the summary of the title. Yep. It gives a release date of, I can't read,
1: uh, December, December
0: 9th. 9th. Can't wait to watch it.
1: It will feature new characters from BC Freedom High School as they engage in a winter battle.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so the live action commercials for the gir- Girls and Panzer franchise, which is a bunch of music videos that's pretty awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, well, I'll get to something else in a minute.
0: And then Ultraman. Ultraman, the oh, cool. manga. It, manga, I believe this one's written by the guy who who has written and created uh, Tiger and Bunny. I could be dead wrong, but the manga that you see in Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, or wherever Book Nook that you go to is getting an anime this 2019. I'm now saddened by this. I have to wait another year or two.
1: Okay, so two things.
0: Yep.
1: Last podcast, Under the Dog was about to end. Yep. The the Kickstarter. At the very last second, they surpassed the, uh, you know, the amount they needed. And I canceled my pledge. (laughs) Yasuhiro EDA's Halloween Pajama does not look like it's going to make it, unfortunately. Unless he gets like a press release out there to raise awareness on it.
0: Well, as we were watching, or as we were going through the articles, apparently ANN gave him an interview.
1: Yeah. So, hopefully this picks up some steam. Um, Otherwise, hopefully, if he doesn't make it, that he'll just start another one in a couple months and offer cost tiers for things like DVD and all that um, to, to get more people on board um so anyway that's the uh that's the news go ahead and
0: uh I shall, I shall. Okay. I just need to put my juice up all right okay. so before oh,
1: actually we need to we need to catch up on chat.
0: All right. Let's see, so Howdy. Hi guys. All right. There we go. Zaxio. Oh, Zaxio the destroyer. Yeah, Speed Racer has a game for the PlayStation One or for some reason PSX for some hobbyists like to call.
1: Um, FDAM says, I have a pretty funny release report to make. The Tales of Zestria limited edition from Funimation had a Daisky.net logo on it online, but they removed it from the actual release. That's because Daisky.net is out of business now. Like you can't watch it on Daisky.net anymore. So why are they even why would they promote it for a website that doesn't exist?
0: So it was in production for a while, apparently. So, does that mean that there's releases of it that are misprinted with that? Maybe.
1: Uh, it says, by the way, I, I finished the Gundam model that came with the Iron Blood Orphans Limited Edition. Pretty cool, even though I didn't really care initially. Huh, okay.
0: Is Toy Fair still around? Yeah, Speed yeah. Racer. Speed Racer what? Is, is what? Is Toy Fair still around? The Wizards Magazine where they people toy craft oh, like creations? The- you
1: mean, I know, was it called Red Dwarf, White Dwarf? What's that Games Workshop? Oh, no, no I'm thinking of the wrong name. No, no. Uh, I don't know about Toy Fair.
0: Okay.
1: They, they, oh, God, I might have had one issue of that like years and years ago. Um, yeah, Speed Racer does have a game for PS2, I, I believe. Um, I never played it. Actually, Dude. I bought it. I bought it for like two bucks uh, at a used game store so you're one talking day. About I the, still haven't the movie played it. Yeah. I'm just I said earlier when I was watching the live action speed racer I thought this would make an amazing game with the the mechanics they set up for the movie.
0: Okay, cause when I was talking I about it, it they they made an anime game for it on PlayStation 1 like I said briefly.
1: Um also if, if you well, I guess it doesn't look that weird, but if if my collection looks a little bit different right now like if you look at if you look at case closed and card cap Sakura, I I move things around uh, a little there's, bit. For, uh, there's the a,
0: there's Gal Gaigar right where the light is.
1: Yeah, I, I had yeah exactly. See right there. Uh, uh, this the the bane of my existence. This yellow and green set used to be right behind me, and I was recording the video for. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy's anthology thing, and um, I, I'm like, yeah, get, get that out of here. It's, it looks awful, so I, I moved everything around. That's why, if it again, it, it doesn't look as weird as I thought it would. But if it looked different, that's why. Uh, anyway, so first of all, I want to answer. I think I think I remember you, proud pronounce I'm Leish Kant. I'm gonna call you uh, Leishy. Okay. <laughs> um, I wanted, I wanted to reply in the podcast to what you said. He, he, he made a great um, comment in the last podcast regarding the Watch Club that we should make a list that's available for people to look at of what we're planning on doing down the line so that people don't – if people were planning on watching that, they might wait for us to do it in the podcast. Um, oh, I, like I that. thought that was Digital a great poster. idea. I wanted I – wanted, I ha- like I said, I have okay. zero time. Um, by the way, just so you know, Augie, I did watch both Blackjack and – solar adventure. So I'm ready for good, that. Good. But, um, but I just, yeah, I've had no time. So I didn't, I didn't have a chance to reply to your comment, but I wanted to, to do it here and let you know. Um, like he said, Le- so
0: good. I like Lichonsky's uh, comments. Very informative. Thank yeah. you for the grand pricks explanation.
1: Um, and he says, so for right stuff, I've got 5% off birthday month code ending in one hour. Can't use it on holiday sale items. Any suggestions what to get? Uh, there's a freedom um set that is marked down from like 120 dollars to like 13 bucks just add it to that <laughs> or, uh, or or if it's five percent off maybe get the most expensive thing you want so that it's five percent of that gone you know um that, that would be my suggestion um it's probably been an hour since he even asked me to <laughs> uh depends oh, on it's what you... only been about half hour since we started so um and if the name says, "Oh, thanks for the subs, Axio," you know, I'll have new video <laughs> probably around. December. Okay. Um, by the way, that reminds me, I just reached uh, over just over eight hundred subscribers, so we passed that <clears throat> passed that milestone. So I want to thank you guys for that. At FDM, I got the IBO iron Blade orphan Orphan's Edition two, but haven't opened it yet. Seethus Thorn says, what anime series do you plan to get for Christmas? I may either get Gurren Lagann on Blu-ray, Code says Escafonia, or Macross on eBay. Um, I am probably going – I mean, I will I will probably get something, um, you know, just because I'll be in California. I'm going to go to, like, book off and stuff. I'll definitely get stuff in the Christmas season. But uh, I need to save money because I'm starting a business uh, next month, so – or." Launching officially in January, so um, I have to uh, save money for that, and then I'll and then I'll make a ton of money off of that, and then I'll decide what I want what I wanted to get. Uh, I'd really like to get Squid Girl the the limited edition, but um, from Sentai. But I I just can't uh, I can't afford it right now. Um, I can't afford to to sink money into it and and not have it for getting the business launched. going well, to have it's more. Not, um,
0: luckily for Squid Girl limited edition, they should have more copies available since they just pushed. It was supposed to release uh, two days ago, but they pushed it into the late middle of December. So, hey, if this keeps up, we might have a repeat of uh, Retro Video Game Master, Game Center CX.
1: Well, an interesting thing that's happened with Sentai, the FDM show me, is... Oh, no, that's the that one. one. Uh, uh, Parasite. Apparently, one of the limited editions, um, I think it was for the first one, originally came with the manga. Uh, and, uh, I have the original release FDM got it later and his box is thinner than mine and doesn't have a spot for the manga or something like that. Huh. So, so they've changed things. So I'd like to get the original one is what I'm getting at with the, um, squid girl before they change it. Uh, if says nothing, cause it's not worth forcing it for only 5%. It's almost like, right. stuffs $3, $3 off coupon. Uh, the conch key says that's what I was thinking. Plus you don't know what right stuff is going to put on sale. Yeah. Th- th- this is like a stressful time of the year for anime collectors. Uh, Code Geese is a must wait for Macross as long as possible. Cause relicense in uh, 2021. Yeah. You know, I meant to talk about that, that one podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago where, where that was sort of revealed in those legal documents. Yeah. Uh, the Gunmall didn't require any glue. It was nice. Bastos was asked for a couple of episodes I saw. Um, yeah, it's not it it doesn't stick out in my mind at all. Um it, it's not like it, take it or leave it. You know, you could sit there and watch it and and at least it's better than you know not watching anything, you know what I mean? But it's not there's better stuff to watch. Uh I got the cookies only just released, but it seems I need to get a new one since this one has an audio mess up on R2. Yeah. um, So contact Funimation. They had an exchange program uh, because they, they knew they've found out after they released them all that there was that issue and they printed new discs and they'll ship them out to you. So contact uh, Funimation regarding the Code Geass limited edition. Um, I have an open mind, so I don't know if mine has the messed up audio or not.
0: And it's no, really FDM, I was not confusing the yodels of AC's dodles in the background. Oh. I think Augie's computer child sounds for bouncing. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: uh, the audio for English is mono and not stereo. We were talking about the audio being messed up in cookies. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, net neutrality, good thing Canada said screw that ages ago. So I just want to, one thing on net neutrality I do want to say is that um, obviously you guys have noticed that there's just been this huge push everywhere where everybody's talking about all of a sudden. A lot of that is uh, fake promotion. Um, For instance, Comcast, um, okay, so first of all, just so this is really clear, they're presenting this as though we need net neutrality because it keeps the internet quote unquote free and open. Uh, and that if we, if they repeal net neutrality from the FCC, that um, that internet providers can throttle different sites and, and, and whatnot, right? They can put on internet fast lanes and whatnot, right? That's what they're telling everybody. Um, truth be told, though, we didn't have net neutrality in the FCC stuff until uh, 2015. Um, right now, as things are with net neutrality, as it is, the way that they're trying to keep it, internet service providers can already create these fast lanes and stuff. The only thing that's preventing them from doing that is it says in the thing that in the net neutrality ruling that um, you internet providers are more than welcome to do that unless they present themselves as being neutral, right? So as long as they don't say that they're neutral, they can go ahead and do whatever they want already. Okay. So this whole thing is a big like scare tactic on you. It's ridiculous. You know, all, all the usual subs- suspects are, are promoting this stuff on Twitter and pushing it out buying ads to, to throw it at you and stuff. And um, for instance, Comcast um, rated worst company in America, like 10 years in a row feels like um, they actually have been, I mean, push on Twitter, especially where it's just like every other tweet is, is a promoted tweet about this, but, even before this huge wall of, of stuff hitting you every, everywhere you go on the internet, um, Comcast was putting out these promoted tweets claiming that they stand for net neutrality all, all this BS. When in reality, they were using their customer's info uh, and and using it with bots to sign petitions against net neutrality. Um, uh and sending them off as though their customers had, had sent them and they were just stealing all of that. data. they're the worst company in the world. If you have them just drop them. And, and if you don't have an alternative internet, just don't use the air there. This is like, this is like giving Satan uh, the power. If when you, when you use Comcast, you know? Um, so in, in wow. my opinion, th- this is like, this is such, overhyped, ridiculous stuff. They they tell you, this is what can happen. We don't want this to happen. It's like, look, if we lose net neutrality, it's not going to be the end of the world. Okay? The best thing for a free and open internet is going to be the free and open market. All we have to do, what we should be fighting for is to prevent regulations on ISPs that prevent smaller companies from actually getting started. Because if there's a problem with net neutrality and all of a sudden Comcast is only letting you go to certain websites or some BS like that, then other internet service providers will start up under under the brand of net neutrality and say, look, we're going to provide free and open internet. This is going to be our cost. Everybody's going to say, look, they're available in my area. Comcast is the worst. I'm going to leave Comcast and join this other company. That company is going to make more and more money. They're going to expand. And it's just going to be, you know, obviously, if, if companies were to actually throttle your internet, they're going to lose business. At the end of the day, this is the market's job. Is to make sure that that what we spend our money on in terms of um, you know the internet service providers that we use that those companies get our money when they're doing things that that are beneficial to us and that they lose our money when they start screwing us over. That's how it works, right? So the one area where this actually is sort of um, threatening in, in a sense is that information-wise, this can be used propaganda as propaganda to force you down into just uh, the opinions that that you know let's say the powers that be or the or the internet service providers want you to follow because if you don't have access to the alternate information if they throttle things as they already have the opportunity to do then you won't even know that it's out there right that's that's yeah, the that only range right. where this is um two
0: things one I, uh, one part of the propaganda this time around is the lobbyist that they chose is a complete dumbass. So it's, they picked a pretty easy target target to mock. Two, depending on what area the that p- you're guy, in,
1: guy, what's his name?
0: I don't know. We, we're talking he, about the same person. We, we're talking about the same person. I just don't care to remember he's the, in, the guy's he's an
1: name. Indian guy, right?
0: I think? Uh, anyway, India, anyway, Indian, yeah. Two, depending yeah. on your area, I agree. If you don't like a service, swap it, but. Depending where you're at, you might not have that kind of control because sometimes okay. internet or communication me, is me, literally treated like a utility.
1: Right. Let me, let me clarify. What I'm saying here is that the way that systems of control, one of, the, one of the most deceptive and powerful systems of control is to frame your choices into a narrow corridor and not let you, you know, they act as gatekeepers to prevent you from actually looking at the real solutions to problems. So right now, they're framing the corridor as we have to protect net neutrality. We have to do this, we have to do that, right? When in reality, what you need to do is look at the fact that in some areas, there's only one internet service provider, right? Now, what you should be fighting for rather than funneling all these resources into fight for net neutrality and stuff, it should be, look, there, it's, you're, it's illegal to, to have a monopoly, okay? So break down the regulations that are preventing competitors from coming in there. You know what I mean? That's what should be fought for because that's how, quote, as I said, it's, you want the internet to be free and open? You need the free and open market to do that. And, and if, if we've got one internet service provider covering entire you know, counties and stuff, and, and there's no other option than break down the barriers that are preventing other competitors from coming in because right. when they have to compete, your prices go down, your service goes up, you know? So the only
0: one bone I need to throw in is I really feel sorry for the people that have to do community internet. These are places where yeah. they don't, that these providers won't go to cause it's too expensive. So what they do is this community or, um, what do you call it? It's not real estate. It's this suburb, the- suburb in like the middle of the desert, has to use um, satellite internet. You know, internet off off of your phone.
1: Although. Some of those, not, not the satellite internet necessarily, but some of the ones that are um, city-based, they actually yeah. like go all like because the technology continues. See, the, the problem with this is infrastructure. Um, we don't oh, have yeah, the ours infrastructure. Is crap. Too.
0: If you compare us to like Japan, yeah. they're like leagues or ahead South of Korea. us.
1: South Korea, yeah. We don't yeah. we don't have good infrastructure uh, because we the internet was invented here using American tax dollars through DARPA. Um, so we've built things up from from day one. Right. Um, and we've continued to advance things. So countries that, that adapted the Internet later on and stuff, um, they built up their infrastructure with the better and better technology that was, that was developed. We've gotten just like I mean, we're, you know, like 30 years into the development of Internet and all this technology. And we are using in some places uh, infrastructure built for like that first year. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, fiber optic, gigabit Internet, all that stuff. We don't have that. Uh, everywhere, obviously. Um, but some places, uh, some of the places that don't have internet providers and stuff, um, they end up getting uh, the city, you know, like um, the townships and whatnot will actually um, use the local tax dollars in order to fund creation of, of an internet grid for them. And they go straight to the to the best stuff. They get gigabit internet. So, so don't feel too bad for some of those people because they actually get better internet than you do. Anyway.
0: That's fine. But back to anime.
1: Yeah, let me uh let me just I, I want to catch up on this chat. I'm almost there. Um, whoever uh, asked about Rice right Stuff anime club, if you spend over $120 worth of eligible items, it's worth it. I'd get the shown in Yeah. Um so at the basically breaking it down that yeah, this is uh it's it's easy to make it worth it because of how cheap it is. Um, So, as long as you're spending over $120, basically, uh, a year on right stuff, it's paying for itself. Um, (laughs) If they make hentai as accessible as Crunchyroll, they'll probably be successful. See, I I disagree regarding the Faku stuff, because in my opinion, I just feel like nobody's watching hentai for the the story, if you catch my drift, you know? Uh, So, I feel like literally... Um, nobody's searching. Oh, yeah, what's the new thing on Faku? They're just typing in some s- muddy stuff on Google well, and, and clicking on the on the first couple links, you know? Well, I don't, we're not a
0: different dynamic because you're comparing YouTube to Pornhub, which I have no idea about. No, but I,
1: well, I'm just saying, he says, if they make hentai as accessible as Crunchyroll, they'll probably be successful. I was like, but realistically speaking, is it not already, like, more accessible than Crunchyroll? You know, I mean... Especially because, uh, well, but like I said, uh, what it's going to take is for, a lot of people are going to hate this, because what it's going to take is for Faku to actually go out to all these different porn sites and and, um, issue takedown notices on all the stuff that was owned by Kitty Media, you know? And then once those get clawed in and removed from there, then the only place you'd be able to get them is Faku. So literally, they're, um, I mean, granted... These other sites are hosting them illegally. You probably because they've been uploaded by users or whatever, well, but they're being at really that point since
0: it's illegally. They're going to take it down anyway, and for their well, pursuit, right?
1: But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that from the perspective, even though I, yes, granted it's illegal. And obviously th- this is the action that needs to be taken. I'm not saying that, that, you know, this sort of piracy is okay and other sort of piracy is not. What I'm saying is that from the perspective of the the audience, the customer base that they're trying to grab onto, these people are just going to be annoyed at the fact that, that the thing that they used to be able to access with a, with a quick Google search is now um, disappeared and that they're being forced into, the legal route because one of the things about the internet is that we've been really spoiled um, especially during the Kazaa um, you know, sort of generation with LimeWire where, where all of a sudden people realized they could get all this music for free, even though that was, it was technically piracy, you know, and, yeah. and that spoiled a whole generation of people who got all of this stuff they could consume, you know, this consumer culture of, of any music they wanted. And then shortly after that, it was any movies, any TV shows, all that stuff is free and readily available that once you take that away and revert things back to law and order, uh, it, it irks people. It's going to be irritating. So I'm not I'm not yeah. saying that this isn't a lesson people need to, to go through. This isn't something that needs to happen. I'm just saying that, that the customer base isn't going to be too too happy. And uh, just out of spite, they're probably going to avoid <laughs> using it. So who knows? Anyway. Again, um,
0: on the flip side for Hentice, you generally cheaper than other shows anyway. I mean, you can get uh, sales down like $2 for some stuff.
1: I'll, I'll talk about I'll talk about this uh, during the um, during the room tour when we eventually get to that. Uh, I totally just lost the uh, the comment I was on. Anyway, um, but uh, to your point about it being cheaper, at one point with my collection, I was trying to record a video and I had a specific title that I didn't want in the backdrop um, that started with a C. So I went through, uh, Anime News Network has a, has a thing you can search ju- if you just type in licensed, you can see a list of all the anime titles on their site that have been licensed in the U.S. Or, or have, have like DVD releases listed in the entry, right? So I went through there and I went to that entry and I went backwards and I clicked on every single title that I didn't have uh, because I wanted to buy stuff to sort of push it down the line off screen um and uh all the titles i clicked on like the anime was like really expensive like oh i didn't have this because it's 300 bucks you know and it's like there's but to augie's point it's like i ended up buying i have i might have almost every adult title that's ever been released that starts with the letter c just because it was helping me push that out of the way and then what's funny is i got it pushed all the way off uh, screen and I finished that video and then shortly down the road, I bought another bookcase and it shoved it all the way back <laughs> um to the uh to the, it, it went it went off screen, let's see, what is this screen, for you guys this would be screen right, right, I pushed it all the way off screen right and then it came all the way back to screen left, I had to do it again later, anyway
0: okay, back all to right, so let me. have you seen
1: ski? have I seen Frontier? no, because it hasn't come out
0: over here, no. right? alright he, correct.
1: Okay. Okay, here I got I'm back on the comment. Okay. I asked about the Rice of Anime Club. Thanks for the info. By the way, Augie hair is looking good. <laughs> um, that must have been after the Sephiroth comment. Uh, FDM said, or yeah, FDM says no problem. Most of the cards I got are worth almost as much or more for the membership. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Code Geese, audio stereo, blah, blah, blah. This is why two D girls is better than real women. Oh, this was probably during the story about the about the anime, um, the woman selling the anime from, a- from her spurned lover. Or whatever. <laughs> um,
0: Happy birthday, Lynchonsky One, two, eight. <laughs> Last week on the twenty second. And FDNN right forgot the birthday.
1: Well, I just thought, I, I think he was saying I forgot uh, uh, when he was, because they were going over the audio issues. Anyway, um, I don't know.
0: More Audio issues. I'm actually, uh... Morning, Danny.
1: Oh, Danny's here? Did Danny just jump in?
0: Oh, Danny's been here.
1: What's going on? I don't see his name. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope there you are. Uh, we wish you a happy birthday earlier when you weren't here. <laughs> um, Guys are still talking about. Okay, here we go. I was surprised to find out my parasite and how got killed both have 5.1 dubs on them. Despite being Sentai shows, which Sentai only really does 5.1 for movies and other special occasions like Clan etc. Well, they're gonna, they probably specifically do the 5.1 for the special editions to try to, because they sell them, they sell those premium editions for such a high price that they they do those, they go out, they they probably record them and master them for 5.1 and then and then do the normal DVDs and stuff for just like 2.0, and then the 5.1 for the stuff they put on premium.
0: Again, Sentai. I sometimes,
1: Sentai-
0: for some reason, ADV is still into Sentai. You can see them trying to improve, but audio balance has been one of their main issues. the and and they got rid of that stupid. Uh, watch the episode preview. Okay, then you uh-huh. go to the black and white credits. The uh, audio for that preview uh-huh. keeps looping over and over again.
1: I I have yet to have that happen. Uh,
0: let's see. Peter oh, you know uh, Mary okay. has. I that.
1: have I have had it happen where a clip, not looping, but just a clip, will replay after the credits.
0: I'm fine with that.
1: I've had it, you know, and it's like a random, it's just a random garble of words, and then Viz does this weird thing. But I don't want to even get into it. I want to get through this uh, chat. Uh, okay, five percent off Akira manga box. That's not a bad idea. Do me a favor and pick up that markdown freedom set. I did. I did buy that actually, but um, I bought it for me. So, you it's like living canon by buy Releases for sorry Oh, oh, you found out that was the oh, okay. No, I forgot about that. Yeah, so he says that uh, his version of Parasite turned out to be the UK release. That's right. I forgot about that. It's uh. still played, though, I think, if I remember correctly. I can't remember, though. Uh, looking forward to Squid Girl. Coincidentally, I literally got North American release of Parasite yesterday. Okay, cool. And I kind got killed there. Larger larger set, two because it's dedicated to K. Okay. Thanks for expanding on it. Interesting. Maybe we aren't stuck with Comcast Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Mom says we'll be in the house for sure by the 10th.
1: Yeah. Uh, because No. Uh, yeah, okay. So he, so FDM brought up this point. He said, that's why I'm saying people would like a streaming service for hentai like Crunchy because chill people can watch hentai while giving back because uh, it's a place w- – I'm going to have to just rephrase what you said because this is a terrible constructive sentence. He's basically saying that it will give people the opportunity to still watch the stuff and also give back to the, to the uh, industry. Um, if you really want to give back to the industry, actually buy the DVDs from Media Blasters so that they can stop uh, duplicating them instead of uh, replicating them so we can get rid of those burned DVDs. I'll support the industry industry, Buying what I like, not buying like garbage crap. To each their own, mecha guy. I can c- kind of tell by your name what what you're into. <laughs> um, Being the house by a tenth, yeah. So um, so probably by around the next podcast, we might have FDNM join us as a co-host. Um, film editions all have okay. The, oh, okay. Well, I have no idea. I I haven't. I'm not an audiophile. I don't really pay attention to the. To the sound, I don't. E- I don't even really have a sound system for like enjoying five point one, so it's it's all the same to me.
0: Oh, it's very um, nice if you can.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, I'm all caught up on the chat. Let's go to uh, let's go to pickups.
0: All right, I'll start off first. But to catch up from last week, I mentioned that I got landlocked this this uh, upgrade copy. Well, yeah. this is the one that I upgrade to, which has no sun fade whatsoever. And this is the one I have, I previously have. So, as you can see, Sorry. if you can.
1: Sorry, I gotta click on you. There you go. Sorry about that.
0: Um, can you show that, that again?
1: Good. I, I was right. doing something. Great, great
0: copy. All right.
1: Show them side by side so people can see the difference in the in the sun fade. All right. Because as far as I know, you're just picking up the same one over and over again. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, so you can see it. For some reason, look at that. The only color that gets, the, the first color to get leached out of uh, offset printed stuff is the um, the yellow, usually. Oh, yeah.
0: But here's, but the more noticeable one is, as you can see, the upgrade. Here's the previous with its water damage.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, no, like- I don't
1: blame you for it. I don't blame you for getting a, a replacement I don't actually have landlock um
0: Ooh. okay
1: okay so let me think um I'm pretty sure the only yeah okay so the only thing that i um that I got from last week well i've got I've got two things right. sorry did you have more you probably have more I'm well, I got mine.
0: more but if you want to go grab yours, I can sit here and diddle the dance do 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 yeah
1: I got mine right here
0: all right. I'll talk.
1: Do you want me to go real quick? Nope. Yep. Okay, so I got I got two major things. Just one thing I, I did pick up. Uh, it's on, uh, the DVDs of Golden Boy, because I, I mentioned I was going to do that, and I didn't have them. And then, as a screw you to FDDNM, I got a custom Paul Champagne art box for the Twelve Kingdoms. Because <laughs> uh, FDM keeps rubbing it in my face. He's got the Blu-rays that are, like, super hard to get now. But now I've got a one-of-a-kind. Con- one uh, so
0: so uh, out of the uh, three of us, I am I need to complete mine eventually. <laughs> I just want that first premium set box, and that's it. All right, so speaking of stuff to complete, I finally completed the Daisuke Defense Force. Ooh.
1: That's That says Daichi.
0: Dice. The Daichis Earth's Defense Family. So we have Dysfunctional Heroes, Debt Doomed, and Payday with the Otaku with the otaku Hulk in the background. Ooh. Yep. Can you see it? Ooh. Yeah. All right. All right. And other things that I finally completed is Akami Got Kill. I got got volume one and all and already previously had volume two. I,
1: I actually finished watching that recently. You know, I'll save it for after you're done. I don't want to.
0: I haven't seen th- it all yet. I've seen bits and pieces. I know people. No, I'm, uh, I'm not
1: gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm gonna. I meant I'll save it till you're done with your pickup, so I don't
0: throw off the groove. Eh. And uh, and the comedy got kill is from the Sentai Cell. Also from the Sentai Cell is. Hatenko Yugi some series I didn't know was released so I picked it up. Ooh. Daphne in Into the Blue in the, in the Brilliant Blue the second volume in the yes that. So that's volume 2. And here is volume 1. All in its silver glory. That's a good show. Yeah, there we go.
1: There's a lot
0: better. I've been dying to watch it.
1: I wouldn't mind watching it again for a Watch Club. You guys wanted to do that,
0: Yushiki. Something that's been in my queue for a while, and I finally get the chance to finish it. And now we move on to the better deals of the Sentai. Sell with Gotcha Man Two. I really the wish. I really Man. wish
1: I had bought that instead of the. Uh the actual original ADV gotcha sets. Cause those things are such an eyesore behind me in the collection in videos.
0: So we have the first set that you said they released the movie. We got the sequel from that. Then we got the conclusion with gotcha man F or hmm. yeah. F wait, uh, fighters. Ooh. So this is the third in the series, which completes it, completes this original trilogy. Or original show. And also, not really from the sale, but I was able to get it for cheap. Finally got Princess Resurrection with all tracks. And sadly, that one's with a spool.
1: Oh. Yeah. The so, stack
0: pack.
1: Huh? The stack pack?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what they call it. And finally, through, uh, through Black Friday, I. Got this by accident, but Digimon Try. I'm not sure if this is the first one, but Reunion. Then.
1: I, I wish I had started buying those on DVD instead of on Blu ray so that they would fit in the collection next to the rest yeah. of Digimon better.
0: Oh, yeah. Then uh, Determination. I know I'm missing three, but what throws me off is for both of these. Unless I use that reading skill learned back in second grade to have the same art for some reason (laughs) for the preview. I want to check the Blu-rays real quick.
1: Yeah, the Blu-ray doesn't have that. That's funny. That's a
0: mistake.
1: Yeah, look at the Blu-rays.
0: have that? Oh, wow. Okay, so the green one's the second one.
1: Yeah, you know what's really annoying? Okay.
0: What's that? Oh. Uh
1: the fact that well f- yeah, that's how it's supposed to look. Uh the fact that uh these like don't line up at all because this is a, lo- yeah. a longer word. That's gonna be so annoying as they keep coming out.
0: <laughs> Let's see what the what the chat has to say before we move on to what we watched.
1: Lance Power says, What's up, anime fans? You
0: know what else pick up a ton uh, of FD, anime?
1: says he's trying to become an audiophile or as he calls it an audio whore. Yeah.
0: Luckily, luckily that's um uh, unless you're going for vintage, that it can be expensive or it can be cheap, depending on how you look for it. Yeah. Then again, it depends I'll say this. The- I I love
1: the uh the AirPods, like I, I, didn't, I never thought I thought that they would just be convenient so I could walk around and stuff. Totally love them. Ab- it's like one of the best. Uh, absolutely worth the price. I'll just say that.
0: I wonder what um, I'm sure thinks they... about eight point one or nine point one sound. I forgot which one's higher than one. I
1: didn't even know that existed.
0: <laughs> it exists, but who's going to spend for it? I mean, technically, we got what eight thousand k k that they're still developing. everyone's going. You mean? crazy for 4,000 K.
1: Okay. It's, it's called 4k. Cause the K is the thousand. <laughs> so you're talking about 8k. Uh-huh. Um, I'll tell you this. Uh, it's funny because working in VFX, um, computers keep getting faster and then we keep doubling the amount of work I have to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so the computers keep getting faster and it's like, Oh sweet. I, that I'll find, I'll be able to render that movie that took, you know, you know, a whole year worth of rendering time, you know, 10 years ago, I'll be able to render that. in in, uh, in like three months. And then it's like, Oh, but now, now we render stuff at 4k It's like, you know, you got to work with footage that's so much bigger. And, um, uh, it's just, it's, it's annoying <laughs> and it's not better. Um, in, in terms of, uh, like 48 frames per second and stuff like that. It just, it looks bad.
0: <laughs> FDDNM didn't spell could all the way. So now it says you <laughs>
1: Home
0: theater, audio. Right. The spoiler alert: He talks about wish lists on Amazon
1: and on Right Stuff. I saw that oh, earlier right when right you were stuff. doing your thing. I didn't go to Anime over the holidays. There's no words. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Amazon just became incredibly useful for me. I don't know. You could make a new wish list, so I can't. Yeah, you can. Yep, that is that is convenient. Um, I'll end up spending way too much come the end of December.
0: He never Let's challenged me orders. to find that. Say what? Huh? Oh, uh, talking about Twelve Kingdoms. I was never challenged to anything. But yes. Okay. Well, he mentioned. Yeah, wish me the fantastic.
1: Right, stuff has a wish so the system too. Looking at my quality. You know what? The thing about me though is that I'm gonna watch. I I've watched the show once, and from now on. It, sticks, it stays in my collection. So now I get the one that looks cool. <laughs> um, third Blu-ray is impossible to find. Yeah. I like your spinning.
0: Oh, yeah. I want to do the Mr. whole... Mr. Nice uh, do the whole this thing. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take that, um, Michael. Jordan. Ooh. <laughs> uh, which is
1: why I always... Bring up the fact that I got I a copy online. Um, I can start looking for it <laughs> if you want. Um, Spinning is great. Uh, nice. I nice. The Princess Resurrection. Everything's
0: you doing good. That. I'll prep up the next topic. I want to try
1: use the first one. Uh, thank you. Uh,
0: uh, da, da, da. Take your time. Take your time. Ah, there you are.
1: Move you to. I just out as far as three. All I got month. pass, a Nadeshko on Blu ray. I'm going to. I gonna... copy. Okay, so copy of cash to ship. Credit card. 4K is the max on the human eyeball. Most after it is kind of pointless. or So I've heard. Right, I don't want to. I don't want to get into this huge conversation here. What I let me just put it from my perspective. What's nice about four K in some regards when when film is shot in four K is that the uh, when it comes to compositing three D effects into live action footage, action footage is a lot clearer. It's just easier to do. Okay. Um, that's that's from my perspective. Now the thing about four K. And, and like 48 frames per second and all that stuff. It's not that your eyes can't see farther than a certain frame. rate. See, the thing is that your eyes might, let's, let's just say for the sake of argument that your eyes can't see past 60 frames per second, right? It's not discernible that you're seeing something more fluid past 60 frames per second, let's say, right? Um, When, that argument may exist in terms of TV or something like that, but it doesn't exist in terms of video games. It's a whole separate argument because video games is, is based, you're hooked in more than just your vision. It's it's what you feel. So you, um, you feel lag uh, even when it's like when you're going from 120 frames per second to 100 frames per second. You feel that more than you see it, but you think that you're seeing it. You know, but uh, if you've ever noticed you ever watch somebody, let's play and they start talking about lag. But when you're watching the video, you don't see any lag. It's because it's something that they're feeling because the response mm-hmm. that they're trying to get um, out of the game is not responding at the rate that it that they're used to at their top some, tier rate. You know,
0: some people recording uh, regular Nintendo or Nintendo Entertainment System, whichever one you want to call it. When they record it and yeah. they experience something, the recording will grab every frame. Uh, Regarding to more modern systems, I think the bigger argument for the frames is like for shooter tournaments or fighting tournaments. Yeah, that,
1: that's, that's what I'm talking, right? I'm talking about. I'm talking about first-person modes where you're... That's that's the only place where this actually matters. It really is first-person for the most part. I mean, obviously, if you go down to five frames per second in a third-person shooter, uh, you're going to notice it. But I'm just saying that when you're hooked in first-person where it's your perspective and you're moving around and everything, that's where it becomes really important. So I'm just saying that, that yes, your eyes can... You can perceive beyond a certain frame rate, but it's not always what your eyes see that is important. So the argument regarding, you know, there's no point in taking TV beyond a certain point is accurate. You don't need to go beyond a certain point for TV. I think 24 frames per second cinematically looks the best, in my opinion, when you're doing cinema. Um, I think it's better to have more motion blur uh, and, and stuff in in, in an action and sequences and whatnot Than to be able to see all the details because you got that extra couple frames in there You know, I think it looks Better and it, it just presents a better um, Sequence to do it at 24 frames per second, but um, I'm just I'm just trying to make the point that that argument in terms of FPS Doesn't carry over to video games because in video games you're feeling the experience not just seeing it All right now going back to 4k k um, you, you were saying that they are developing 8k technology and stuff um, You have to understand that sometimes what's nice is like for instance if I had the money I would be shooting all my videos with a 4k camera not because I want to actually Put videos up in 4k although I, if I had an 8k camera and YouTube only went to 4k I would probably give you guys 4k footage, right? But I'm just saying that I would like to have a 4k camera because it allows you to zoom in and still be at full resolution. Because if I'm presenting videos to you guys at 1080p, then I have the opportunity to frame my shot better. Like for instance, I don't have to worry about whether or not my tripod is perfectly accurate in terms of my bookcases being lined up. Like some of my videos, you can see where it's just like the line on the bookcase is just angled funny, you know? And the problem is that when the camera, because the, the tripod has a, a level on it, you know, like a, like one of these guys, since I just happen to have it, you know, the camera has oh, the tripod has these on it, right? So I can I can get it level. But when the camera's level, the bookcases aren't level, okay? Because the bookcases are are not perfectly straight; they're sort of angled like this, you know. Because in order to get them to fit in this position, and just because of how heavy they are and everything, you just can't get them perfect. Some of them are tilted a little bit forward. Some of them are tilted a little bit back. So, um, yeah, so in order
0: to get problem. That, that middle one has that one problem that i've experienced like they set down and apparently how they squish the carpet or whatever your floor is as like yeah. one stand straight and one will have that slight lean
1: yeah so yeah you can definitely see it on on uh on this one right here yeah. with the Conan, like you can see that gap. Yeah, so um, what I'm getting at though is that if I shot in 4K, I could fix that in post, and it wouldn't even lower the quality because it's the resolution is so large. So, so having 8K, uh, being able to record video in 8K is great because of all the detail you get, especially let's say for. I don't know, like, like if you're at the Pentagon and you had an 8K security camera, that'd be great, because then you could zoom in and look at the name tag of the person who, like, stole the documents or something, you know, when they went into the building, you know. But, um, uh, so, so it it's great that we're going further and further. It doesn't matter that your eye can't tell the difference between 4K and 8K, um, because as long as you have that 8k you can actually zoom in and it's it's useful in other ways let me put it that way Um, What we need right now i think uh and they're they're working on this but what people don't talk about as much is the dynamic range of color um allowing you to have more variation from you know this color to this color that that variation in the middle is is i think where we're going to want to be really focusing on in the future um so that when you uh when you, especially when you compress videos, that the videos don't have those jagged shading edges, you know, like where, where this group of colors is one color, and then this one is a slightly darker color, and this was like the way the pixel art usually looks. Anyway, totally talked about that for way longer
0: than I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, i we have this technology, but I don't think think people would go for it. We do have cylinder TVs that can give you the full range of the 360 of what's around the person, but for another time, as you get caught up yeah, on that's another, the,
1: you're right. That's another thing that they, that they have now or cameras so where you has. put the camera in the middle of the room and it shoots these, this 360 stuff He's like, yeah, that's, whew, those would be cool for me because um, we use those in VFX to uh, when you're making a, um, like when you're compositing, let's say a robot character, like let's say Transformers. If you have a character that needs to be, it look like these in the scene, you can put a you can put one of those cameras down and take a 360, basically image of the scene. You can actually use those as 3D scanners too, and you can scan the entire environment and get a 3D environment that's basically exactly as it looks in real life in your 3D scene. But you can take those photos and then you create a dome in. Uh, um, in your 3d rendering platform and you place the character in that so that the reflections of the picture that you took that three 360 degree picture actually reflect on the surface of the object uh, or even cast light. You can use it to, to, um, to cast light on your object as well. So that's, it's, uh, it's cool to see where technology is going, but, um, with all, since I don't work the typical, like I do freelance work is like, I'm, I'm not getting to experience all the, all the fun stuff that working at like a, um, top studio would let me get to do, because I'd have to move, and I just I can't I can't keep moving all this stuff. <laughs> you know I want to move back and just settle down somewhere soon. Uh, back as, to California.
0: As you get caught up on the chat, let me bring up another issue that I've endured this week this week, and really with the Sentai cell. So we have Atu Hey Heywood or Atu Atu A T U. His first first email they sent out. Now, which goes by, hello, it was brought to my attention that there was a technical issue that prevented your order from being electronically sent to our distribution team at the time that you place your order. We identified and resolved the bug today. We've instructed our fulfillment team to expedite processing your order as soon as possible. They received the applicable information. You should start receiving shipping confirmation within the next 48 hours. If you have any additional questions, feel free to contact us at supportSentai's email. Thank you, and have a great day. And it has this at Attu guy. Well, he's the customer service high-up guy. And when he sent the email, he didn't use,
1: Sentai. use the Sentai's. Yeah, he used Sentai. the... Uh, he is at Acer, Acer, Acer Media. Acer. Yeah, which is the parent company.
0: So And sadly for me, for this other Sentai Cell that I bought, bought a follow-up email was sent today titled Where's My Order Update? It begins from Atu Haywood or at you Haywood or Tim Allen, who cares. Hello. On Monday, I communicated that there was a technical issue with your order and said that your order was resent to our distribution team. I advise you that the order should, underline, process within the next 48 hours. We have been, been made aware that a number of impact orders haven't been sent processed just yet. I wanted to provide you with some context for the next situation. Page break. And it goes on talking about third party and the logistics of the situation. So if you get a, the whole point I'm trying to make is if you get, if you buy from Sentai and this Atu Haywood gives you an email, it's just a customer service representative. When we first, when me and a couple of people got this, we thought it was, or I didn't know what it was was I assume this is telling the truth since they've had this weird shipping delay as of lately. But on the group that I was following, they thought it was some sort of scam until they had to dig further as to who the guy was. Right. So how about them chats?
1: Well, um, real quick, Ethereum says that me being a VFX person, he's surprised I'm not a quality whore. Um, so the thing about where the pipe part of the pipeline I do in the VFX doesn't usually involve um rendering and compositing I I I'm what's called a generalist so I I dabble in every part of the pipeline uh, but I'm also a specialist in a specific specific area that is in the full 3d aspect of things and not actually the rendering thing so all my stuff is handled just in that program and it doesn't matter 8k all that stuff doesn't matter to me that's just it's not something that i have to even deal with um, when i do compositing work it's usually because i i get hired onto a job where like it's for a commercial or something, you know, and they want me to, to do literally everything. So they give me an audio script and they say, we need, we need to demonstrate this using 3d models um, and rendered and delivered by this date. So then I will do all the work, render it out. And uh, it's like, it's not a perfect job. You know, I just, I know how to do it, you know, but I'm just not, I'm not a specialist in compositing. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm not more of a quality whore in that regard. Uh, And then, uh Ethereum says 8K is more than than the human eyeball. You cannot possibly see pixels on it on 8K with the human eye. It's not about seeing the individual pixels. It's about the fact that if you were to look at an image that was presented in 4K and then switch it to 8K, you could potentially, I don't know, I'm I'm just saying that this is like let, let's use let's use a different example. Um DVD to Blu-ray. If you're watching it and you switch it, you'll notice changes in the image. It's not that when you're watching it on DVD that you actually can notice and see the pixels. It's that you see the change, and you can see yes, it's crisper, it's clearer. There's more color. There's more depth, right? So that's that's where we can keep pushing that as long as people can see it. And and as I stated before, it's all about those cameras and what you can do with higher re, uh, resolution footage um, versus um, what you are presented uh, from a consumer level with. Um, or in and I think you guys said something else matter. about yeah. T- you know, he said twenty four frames.
0: Sorry, go ahead. Or in short, it doesn't matter if you have the finest paints in the world. It, what really matters is you are the painter and can give that performance.
1: True. Uh, he also says that 24 is the only cinema way. Totally agree. Anyone, any more looks stupid. Yes, I cannot stress enough how bad that looks. And he says that 120 hertz TVs are stupid marketing for movies. Okay. Those TVs that make everything look like a soap opera, um, they use this thing called... I think it's called frame blending or frame reshuffling or something like that. Um, you can turn that off and it gets rid of that horrible like sitcom look. Um, so if you look at some of the older videos on my channel, before I switched to uh, 60 frames per second, you'll see a difference in, uh, in how my, Movement looks the 60 frames per second. Obviously gets like you see more so it's more fluid like this right now What I'm doing what I can see uh, is it just looks it looks terrible in terms of um, like it's stuttery, right? But with the si- the 60 frames per second you see that more fluid um, And uh, what they're doing is they're faking that in the um, In the TVs using that setting so that stuff that was shot at let's say 24 frames per second looks double or whatever And it, uh, I totally agree. It just looks bad Anyway, I'm actually all caught up, uh, oh, no, nope, there's like three more here. Nope. So first of all, even though he's probably gone, um, Lishon, 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 you, uh, Merry Christmas and I'll see you guys later. You later, pardon. Um, I was reading his, <laughs> I was reading his comment when I was saying that, um, an happens to be blurry size 60 cameras, so the, the VR experience put on a headset, it's cool, but otherwise, eh? uh, I think the UK release got you. So, you guys are just talking about the uh doing a custom art box for Nadeshko.
0: Yep,
1: make a deal, I like it. Discount percentage 69%. Okay, so that's why you still use Mac, referring to your VFX, not requiring compositing, etc. Um, you know, I use Mac for a lot of reasons. Um, one of the major reasons is that uh I don't trust Windows with Win- with Windows ten. Um, I- I'm obviously I'm 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 not liking the direction technology is going. I don't like the iPhone ten with the facial recognition and all that stuff. Uh, I really I really don't like because I know I know on the back end that all these all these companies are have these backroom deals with like the CIA and whatnot and they're selling all your data and your and all that stuff and I just I don't like that. Um, as soon as um, Microsoft announced that Windows 10 was going to be free, I jumped ship immediately. I'm like, nope, not doing this, you know, because uh, whenever a service is free, it means that you're the you're the uh, the product. So
0: okay, so let's get back into the world of anime. Yeah.
1: Referring to 8K, basically, I'm saying human hey,
0: we I we've can melt that, my eyes that. later.
1: Okay. Anyway, yeah, we're back. So let's go into our um our watch stuff, which
0: I I the two that we so the two that we watched was Solar Adventure and Blackjack the movie, the Turkey. and... Did
1: anybody did anybody else in the um in the chat? Did you guys? Did anybody actually watch these, or is it just Oki and I?
0: You know, this is going to be a delay.
1: Yeah, I just need to know.
0: Let's see. Um, keep
1: going. I just want I want them to start letting us know. So go ahead. So You um, said the, the turkey and the carver, meaning the solar ventures, the turkey. Do you want, which one do you want to go over first?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. How about we get the turkey out of the way? And there was a particular okay. reason why I wanted you to watch this, AC. Which is? Well, unlike here, we don't have to worry about the North Koreans because what could they ever yeah. do? So, unlike South Korea, they have to give out PSAs about North Korean spies and what they can do to you, as yeah. such as peek in your garage and know that you're a capitalist because you have a refrigerator.
1: Refriger- yeah. So, for, uh, for anybody who didn't watch it, which is probably all of you, the title of this podcast is a line from Solar Adventure. So, the movie, for like the first at least – 15 to 20 minutes is live action.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
1: And uh, it's got this hilariously bad English dub. um, And it's like, they just don't care. It might actually be the same person doing all the voices. It's like that low of a level kind of thing. Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) And uh, I don't think that there was a director on set. I think everyone just went into like this council. Hey, this is what we're going to do for the live action. And they just did it without any direction. And they were guessing the whole time.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> it seemed like they did a one take on every single line. <laughs> you know oh, what I yeah. mean? <laughs> and they, it, it was almost like they got in a contest to see how long they could go um, in in the movie without messing up. You know, so they're just doing a one take from from the like the, like a minute long. They're just watching the movie and speaking into the microphone whenever their character comes on screen. It's just like it's so bad. Ugh, but one sad. of the lines one of the lines is that, so basically um the, the movie opens up with the, these kids. And it's like, it's so funny because the kids is like, you can tell the director on the back is like, okay, now play your teacher's not in yet. Just play. And it's like, there's this one girl who clearly like, is like, okay, well, I, I jumped over the desk. It's like, what do I do now? What do I do now? Um, they just the uh, whole, and they're just they treated like History the,
0: yeah. <laughs> the whole classroom like a jungle gym. Everyone's climbing. Everyone's walking all over the desks. They're just shouting. Who knows what, what, or why, why? And I feel sorry for this one shot. I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a female until <laughs> the animated portion.
1: Yeah, actually, it's funny because um, okay, so there were two kids wearing a red shirt and it's funny that you say that because once the animated portion ends and it goes back to the part where they get out of the tent i'm like that was a girl (laughs) you (laughs) know
0: oh boy so what what clustered mess we have with this bootleg because let me me let me just
1: clarify um the, the the title of the the podcast. There's a line in it where these two North Korean spies go to these ki- to the, the house of these two kids, and um, they are trying to get information. And the kids are like, "Our teachers told us about you. You're communist. You're evil. You know." And then uh, uh, the North Koreans bash the head of the kid with the butt of a gun. He's like, don't shoot him. Somebody might hear. Right. So they bash his head in the head of his little sister. And then he comes to and notices that his little sister like either died or won't wake up or something. He goes, you communists, you communists are so cruel. <laughs> keep,
0: keep this in mind. <laughs> this is the first five minutes of this,
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> of this hour long feature. Um, oh man. So then it cuts to this classroom, which AC has described. And the teacher enters the room, tells everyone to sit down, and all of a sudden it just instantly, everyone in their seat, see it, as yeah. you see the fat and skinny one uh, argue with each other and call this one stupid. I forgot who because I can't really tell. Uh, so the teacher begins there. Let's talk about government, government and politics. Then one, <laughs> what's so crazy you, is. Uh,
1: let's clarify, how old are these kids?
0: I'm assuming Miss Fri- Miss Frizzle's class, so fourth yeah. grade, <laughs> fourth to third. <laughs> Even though they probably casted junior high for this anyway.
1: I don't know. Oh no, man,
0: probably not. Probably not. They're
1: young. They're really young, In and it's age. like, that's, but you know, but it's just one of those things where it's like, like you go to you go to school in america and the teacher's like i don't want to work today i'm going to wheel in the the tv and put on some bill nye the science guy and in korea it's like we're talking about our oppressive neighbors to the north and how they they hate us uh for not being communist and how evil they are you know and then 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 it's like also hey teacher let's go camping (laughs) let's do a nature report
0: sure but it'll be tomorrow why not today it will be tomorrow (laughs) and they cut to a next scene of them fishing
1: yeah, the, the North Korean or, or no, it's the South Korean guy um, goes to warn yeah. them about the spies, and he rides his motorcycle down, and it's like nobody turns around until he turns off the motorcycle and calls them, and it's like the and loudest thing. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the reason they didn't turn around is because I don't think that motorcycle was on. I think that that was a uh, a sound effect they added in post, and that he had like just gotten a running start and just kind of like huh, like tried to keep it up and then put his feet down, you know. <laughs>
0: I think it was the actors trying to figure out what to do, cause the teacher didn't look whatsoever when that motorcycle came. Came yeah, right
1: behind. Them. Some of the cuts, like um, in in movie making, there's this thing called the 180 rule, um, where basically when when you have two actors, there's you imagine that there's a line between them. You can you can view them this way. You can view them this way, but you can never flip it unless unless you do something in the scene. To to tr- tell the audience's eye that the camera is moving, right? You can't flip it um, or else because because if you do the shot where you you film this actor this way and this actor this way, and then all of a sudden, it's like if you move it, it, it just it it causes unnecessary um, strain on the audience's brain, right? And it it just desyncs the uh, the continuity and the flow of the movie. Uh, not this movie; <laughs> they'll break that over and over and over again. And uh, wow. oh man.
0: At least it wasn't a day for. Me. What's at your favorite? Any... What's your favorite
1: scene? Yeah, there weren't any day for night scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least there wasn't that. Uh, when the robot was sneaking, and you see the two guys, yeah, like one uh, here, one's here, and
1: just about to. Oh, bring it up. Yeah. yeah, so they have they because okay. We we were sort of introducing you to this genre of of Korean anime that are, they're just it's ripoffs of Japanese anime. And there are a lot of them, maybe even in this one, where the characters, the giant robots they use, they literally just steal the designs. Like, I'm pretty sure Optimus Prime was in this one. They just didn't mm-hmm. actually have him stand up. He, like, they, he was the one where they wheeled him by, and they had like a thousand oh. little tires underneath him
0: <laughs> just going I think, by. I think what they were trying to rip off was Vols 5, which apparently is getting a new anime series. Yeah. And Optimus yeah, Prime that's what they were definitely with rip- a bit of Macross elements in there.
1: What's funny is the guy who had the eight, the um the oh, robot yeah. with the eight, that eight turned into a six for a couple of shots. Did you see that? It did. Yeah. And so Uh-oh. so there's this part yeah. where, where all of a sudden I guess the robots are all laying down. One of them gets activated, and then he just stands up and the North Korean guy like looks at him and goes like, oh, and then and then the robot goes shh and then he just like crushes the, <laughs> the guy. He just like kills him and then he goes over to these other two guys you <sighs> know I, I just think if you if we took that shot and recut it with sound effects and different music that could just be so horrifying and it's so funny i'll
0: just keep adding the Wilhelm scream no matter what i um, hate
1: that scream i hate I can do that, that perfectly
0: i just that is can't the do quickest. it right now due to it being so late
1: that is the quickest way for me to be taken out of a movie is when I hear a stock sound effect that I've heard in, in a million other movies. I've talked about this before. There's that, there's a chair it's called the chair get up noise. Um, it was in, uh, uh, Microsoft used to have this program called 3D Movie Maker. It's one of the ways that I first got into VFX was um, studying animation using that. And, and they had a, a stock sound library. And they have this sound in it. And I've heard it in like four different anime. And every time I hear it, I cringe at the thought that they didn't fully a sound for it. They just went with the library. You know, <laughs> it's so bad. So the Wilhelm scream is one of those. Uh, and then there's just there's just a bunch of noise. If you listen to movies made by the same people, like some of Steve Odekirk's movies, like the um, in Kung Pao, they have the, the the like sort of shifting to a new location. Like whoosh, whoosh, like they have this noise that they play um, with like this sharp twang to it while it's happening. You'll hear that in a lot of his movies. And it, with him, it's different because it's like he's using it comedically and stuff. But you get what I'm saying it's just there's certain noises that once you hear them, you can't unhear them. And the Wilhelm scream for me just takes me out of every movie. Especially when, you, if you use it in a movie like four or five times, I'm just, I, I will walk out, you know? I, I, I barely got through um, Return of the King.
0: <laughs> Let's see. So back to, there's a reason, aside from it being a PSA, there's a reason why they do knockoffs and say, I just have, just watch the official stuff. Back in World Well, not, not only that, also why
1: they don't have their own property, but go ahead. Uh,
0: that too. Uh, back in World War II, after that ended... Japan put an embargo on Korea and some of its other neighbors. Because of that, they couldn't officially get the stuff or pirate the stuff more efficiently from Japan. So they probably they get a glimpse of the idea. So since, well, we send animation to them anyway, the animators finally get a chance to animate it themselves. And... Most of the time, it doesn't go well.
1: well. Let's just say that it's pretty clear why Korea is used for in-between animation, because <laughs> their key posing is really bad. <laughs> the some of the kids walking out of the tent in the animated sequence, like just I I, I don't think I'll be able to. You're talking about the fall, are you? It. Aren't you? No, no, no. Kids getting out of the tent in the animated sequence is like. You know, just just it's <sighs> literally nobody out here has watched it, but <laughs> besides you, and oh, me. Yeah.
0: so uh, by the way, if particular... you guys
1: if you guys haven't seen it, you can watch it on YouTube. Um, it's oh, literally yeah. the DVD we're watching. They ripped it and put it on YouTube. At the end of it, they even have like the trailers for the views, other stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, which uh two two more of the Korean bootlegs were on on uh this DVD. Oh, yeah, by the way, the runtime says 72 minutes. It's 62, Mm -hmm. but really 60, because they want to replay the previews again. Yeah. All right, so going back to the sequence of events, live-action kids pile into tent. They hear gunshots, so they all nestle closer together, scared with teacher. Then next scene, all of a sudden, it's animated and very bad Hanna-Barbera style. Then it gets worse.
1: Yeah, and a giant a giant helicopter crashes into uh, a gold helicopter,
0: crashes Almost like
1: into the, a lake.
0: With it being gold, it kind of reminded me like a knockoff version of the Planeteers, which I, I would think at this point, the <laughs> Captain Planet wouldn't have been made.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it's really bad.
0: Um, and they, the fall that I mentioned before, three of hmm. these kids get knocked back, Instead of it, like, being a domino effect of, uh, I'm I'm down, it's like some weird, weird they, like, have them bounce like it's on a trampoline in the air steadily while flashing, so some shots, they don't even have the kid in it, then they fall down ever so slightly. It's so weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that was weird. There's uh a... the frames flash, yeah. The, the yeah. fall, you're right, yeah. That, that was weird. I did that, that didn't continue going on, right? That just like that was towards the beginning of the animation, and then like maybe um, once again,
0: it did get better well, quote unquote, better along the way, but it did every so often. But not I couldn't
1: even. tell if that was an animation problem or if that was an um, like I a think. problem with uh, encoding or something on the DVD. Every version I've probably- seen has
0: had that,
1: yeah. So, um I just want to address something that's being talked about in the chat real quick. <clears throat> that Mecca guy says, It would be nice if a studio makes a series in the same style as in the 90s using cells and at least blend new methods with it. Um, oh, or, like or the ending methods.
0: credits for uh, Hotel Transylvania?
1: I don't remember. How uh,
0: Tartakovsky, on. the guy that did Dexter's Lab. Lab, they he did those movies. Yeah. Oh, Really? Huh. Yeah, he did those movies, so that's why at the end of the first one, you see like these familiar characters, like the unbragable Cronk redesigned.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Well, thanks. thanks, I, I thanks Remember, we got Samurai Jack completed, so hey. Eh?
1: Yeah,
0: but we're talking well, about something um, better than what we've watched.
1: <laughs> well, let me let me just say that. Um, something I would like to see them do is they don't need to do the animation on cells because celluloid, I don't even think they make celluloid in the same way. Like, you know, there was a time when companies made celluloid and produced it for animation studios and it was used constantly and they would actually scrape the paint off of the celluloid in order to reuse it because it was so expensive, you know? But um, what I'd like to see them do is hand animate everything on paper uh, for the sketching. And then digitally do it. Because you want to do it digital anyway because it's vector-based. And when it's vector-based, it can be scaled to any size. So when those 8K release comes out, it'll just be scalable without losing any quality and all that. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'd like to – I mean, that wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that in terms of style and stuff. It would also be really cool to get some of the old people uh, from, from back in the day who had all that talent, especially to do those scenes where the cameras are – Moving, you know, which when you're drawing it on on cells, you have to actually draw the whole background moving every single frame in order to do that um, It'd be cool to get those really talented people who have been kind of out of the game to sort of get them back into something to, to work on it for the for the Pencil part part of it um, And then have it go into the to the computer with the um, where they do the cleanup So I
0: well, um, have that dragon's that layer out. thing whenever that comes out but back to solar adventure yeah. Oh, so the next next phase of things after falling, they meet the young rebellious aliens with all who come with all the stock stuff that you would imagine such as, such as uh, evil, our evil alien elders are going to invade and because they're teaming up with the Chinese government, your world is doomed. Eh, you know just as usual. So how did you feel about seeing uh, that dictator talk to the alien prince at first?
1: You said it was Xiaoping. That's that, that's Chinese. I thought this was supposed to be like Kim Il-Sang or something.
0: I don't know. It's the guy with the really bad in, in this animated feature, that like fat, living. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah whatever. He's, got, he's got like
1: this growth sticking out. It's like, out. It's like his... Well, it, what it is is that his his jacket is just too tight, so his like, <laughs> neck folds over it, and his posture is like he's got like the Ethan Klein posture, so bad. Um,
0: What's his name? Do you know?
1: He he wasn't nearly as funny as Mr. President, which was the funniest mm. title they could have given to a to a green alien warlord. Yes, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs>
0: the one thing that i regret seeing from the scene is they do that stupid super kid gimmick of hey let's do a close up of the character there's a gleam in his eye it, at least in dragon ball or some other 80s 70s anime it was done right or at least or at least didn't feel so stock but my god
1: because yeah. all they were doing was recreating the tropes from from japan from from what was coming out over there and they, they didn't understand. It's basically what they're doing. It's kind of like when you, uh, like like I was talking about the one eighty rule. It's like okay, I've seen a movie. Um, I get the basic idea of how to do this, but I don't understand the principles, right? So you're just throwing the trope in without understanding why the trope is used, and then you just use it wrong. You know what I mean? So that's that's basically yeah. what they were doing.
0: Oh, so we get long talk with with uh, Alien and or with. Uh, dictator and the president president if i recall we flash back to the to pretty much the pta and alien friends trying to talk about how to stop this threat Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that
1: it was it was just you know it was all over the place i was i was watching it um this morning i think at like 5 a.m while i after i finished recording uh for my review uh and i was holding my daughter and every time i felt like every single time i looked up something was blowing up or there was like like kind of like laser guns being used yeah and it's so funny because the characters are like the props they're using are real you know bullet firing guns yeah. Um, or you know, they're replicas at the very least of real bullet firing guns, and then it goes to the animated versions. Like, you know, it's like it's just like these laser beam shooting guns. Uh, I can't even recreate the sound effect, but but they're well, just these laser beam shooting guns that would cause things to blow up.
0: Well, obviously, they attempted to work on GI Joe.
1: Yeah. No, that's basically what they're doing, or Transformers, and like all the explosions, like almost all of them just looked really bad. And they were like purple, you know? <laughs> like,
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> So pretty much it escalates, and somehow the, al- the alien president was floored, and because of that, the dictator looks down upon the alien and kills him. And from there, we see the heroic teenagers... Teenagers, which at this point they look like twenty four. They look like an adult. They don't even look like kids in this animated form. Yeah, in,
1: in the animation one, they they look like um, a sort of stockier, shorter, shorter, slightly shorter version of. Uh, oh, okay. In when they first show up, they look like a stockier, shorter version of Fred from the uh, not from the from um, Scooby Doo, right? In that sort yeah, of style. Yeah. And then, and, and then when they they're in like the costume, like, uh, and then when they're in like the the like you know save the universe Voltron outfits. Right. Um, yeah. They look like uh, uh, they, they look like a doll. Um, I I actually was thinking like, did like 10 years go by <laughs> in between, yeah. are they still, are they still battling the North Koreans Did they, did they hold off on the war? You're like, why are they so much older? <laughs> you know?
0: Well, yeah, I forgot to mention uh, the alien wear the whole time. Usually they're like green face, the green face mm-hmm. stock aliens. But for some reason, they were like Earth Federation uniforms. And if they're yeah. Russian aliens, they wear that saying, get up and wear the parka on top yeah. of their head. And that, there was like this one scene where you see the two talking to each other and then they look to the other guy. Then all of a sudden, it's like two animated Spocks out of nowhere. Like when the aliens turn from green to flesh color.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, FDM is bringing up some comments here. I just want to address real quick. Uh, he says, quick news, Disco finally announced a freaking release date for Urusei Yatsura Movie 2 can finally yeah. start collecting Urusei Yatsura and on Blu-ray. Um, probably going to be a while <laughs> before they release the rest of it on Blu-ray because the only reason they got Movie 2 is because it was originally licensed by U.S. Um, Manga U.S. Manga Corps, US yeah. Manga
0: Corps and, uh, and also Oshi directed it which kind of took it away from the rest.
1: Right. Right, and the rest of them are were all owned by Animago. So, uh, good luck.
0: Along with them from that date is Cinderella Boy, the Blu-ray version mm-hmm. of Library Wars, which will have the TV and special. I need to check to see if the DVD has the special on it. And uh, some Nisa 7 has a Blu-ray DVD D-A, combo.
1: Nia yeah. Under 7. Yes. That show does not need a Blu-ray.
0: <laughs> yes, it does, because I wanted it in my collection, and I haven't had a chance to get it yet.
1: Get, get the original one. <laughs> I,
0: I try. Anyway,
1: um, he, said, he also said, also noticed how Sony's acquisitions are starting to affect Funimation. They aren't using Viva Elite cases now, uh, not completely anymore. They use those horrible generic Blu-rays that are more square. Um, I think I've got something I can showcase. Was
0: is he memories? talking about the sharp edges? Memories is Sony. Sony,
1: it's not memories, it's the other one. What was the other one that they released pretty recently that, that came out on Blu ray? It's the one that's Metropolis. basically iRobot Metropolis.
0: I need to get that UK that's version you mentioned before, and that looked really cool with the whole black, gold, and silver outlining steel case for what Metropolis.
1: Did I talk about something? UK like version.
0: Episode one, two. Whenever I brought up that news with you, I
1: don't, I don't remember talking about yeah, Metropolis. Like
0: the, huh? We were talking about I don't, I don't, the, like, the Blu-ray I think, stuff. I don't really from care about
1: Metropolis. I'm being honest. Okay. Okay, so um, just to give an example, this is a Funimation Blu-ray. Yep.
0: Well, this is come to- Sony.
1: Sony's Blu-ray. See how f- how f- like sharp-edged the it's not like rounded on the edge. This edge right here. Um, it's still got the little thing here, but yeah, they are they're really cheap. And look at how crappy the Blu-ray disc you know thing compared to the Funimation's normal.
0: Which that that's thing. strange, oh, cause that's all coming from the same parent company.
1: Um. No, but this is you know this is obviously this is this is Funimation's original style case they right. were using that, that they're no longer using. Ooh,
0: that was Kashi Kashiya holding
1: stuff. What else is in the chat? Oh god, uh, every time I reply to FTDM, there's like a million more things coming up. Um, oh no no, they're down here. My DBZ has like five of the cases, as the one on. The, oh, you got to be kidding me! I didn't. I didn't look at mine. Let me check. I can't tell. it's in there in the slip cover. DBZ, I put you It's one of the things I took out, I think, from yeah I did. Here. Yeah, it's impossible for me to tell. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna open it. Anyway. Because it's in they're on the they're on the slip cover, so I couldn't tell.
0: So now back to <laughs> oh on the chat a
1: lot of studio uh, yeah let's just catch up because we're we don't have that many to go through a lot of studios already still draw on paper then digitally transfer it which is why new pokemon anime has been controversial uh that's true yeah they have digital studios i think a majority implemented for animation now so the animation is better but different looking or something and ash's <clears throat> lightning marks on his face now look like a mustache okay okay Um, remember the last podcast, I looked up Inspector Gadget on my anime list. It didn't show up. Doesn't consider anime. Yeah. We, we've established this. It's, it's widely not considered anime. Although if you look on other, if you look on other, um, anime sites like anime plan, I think Thundercats is on there, you know? So I'm just saying like, I, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to get into this debate on whether something's considered anime or not.
0: Okay. Inspector Gadget. No, no, it's not anime. No.
1: Because you I got to think got about to anime. Anime possible. doesn't just mean animation from Japan anymore. You know, it, it it, the, the, when people are having this conversation, it's it's a it's a style. But but then other people want to say that it has to be from Japan and in that style. You know,
0: said, which would be considered be from... anime. That's what anime is. People
1: people. Um, they get real semantical about it.
0: That's you know? because like, they are away I don't from remember. their got drug. These words for Um.
1: Anyway, they have digital studios. I think. Uh, yeah, Lightning Marks. Uh, Metropolis is still Sony. Sony. Yes, I know. I was just using an example. I'm still confused about companies buying other companies. Like, couldn't Funimation just refuse Sony's offering? Um, yeah, they could have, but Gen Fukunaga just made a ton of money. And then he's probably going to reacquire Funimation in like three well, years and, and take it
0: to Aside new from heights that, the biggest media threat right now is the whole DVD will be obsolete. We'll move everything to Blu-ray. So a lot of these companies have experienced or did experience the VHS, the DVD, which crippled a lot of companies when that happened.
1: Yeah. All right. So we're all caught up on chat. Um,
0: all right. So how about that Kodak that he moment? Says he,
1: he's the one uh, that uh, mentioned the right. UK steelbook. Anyway, it's so Kodak moment. Did they take a picture? I don't, I
0: don't recall. Uh, well, they took a pretty big picture after they killed, killed alien president. The dictator was going to mar- take his troops and march into South Korea and destroy them. Which the four robots joined together. The four robots joined together to rec- to create an awesome team. The three robots that was labeled six through eight formed to become a giant Kodak camera of sorts. <laughs> and the way that they destroyed this threat was the regular robot used the Kodak camera to f- take pictures of the mountainside, which causes it to explode every which way.
1: Oh, so this is the power from uh, Speedgrapher?
0: Ugh. Yeah, imagine that coming <laughs> back as a reference. So they take pictures on the mountainside and destroy this enemy convoy. Then after that, yeah, we go back.
1: To, I, I must have, uh, I must have like been changing a diaper or something around that time. I don't remember them turning into a Kodak camera.
0: Not a Kodak. Well, look at my Twitter. Well,
1: you know what I mean. I like a camera. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember this. I don't remember the sequence. I'll have to rewatch that part.
0: Well, you don't remember Um, the sequence, but you saw the explosions everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, like I said, every time I looked up, a tank was blown up or there was lasers getting shot at something. And it just seemed like because it was so hard to follow because there's really not much of a story. And by the way, that that like Mr. President alien guy is like the most incompetent.
0: Uh, He doesn't do anything. He just sits there and makes loud noises.
1: Yeah, and he just complains about like the they've been resisting our they've been trying to, to overthrow our government for years, but they haven't succeeded. You know, it's like they're they, yeah. mu- they are public enemy number one, we must destroy them. <laughs> just awful. Anyway, we should move on to um to blackjack because I gotta leave
0: two more topics. Two more, topics, China, two more <laughs> oh. topics on solar adventure. Okay, one, there's this in the live action, there's this back drama of we need to catch the spy when they return. The soldiers hunt down the spy and shot them down, and then it turns into a bowl of gumbo that the kids were cooking the next day. <laughs> and long dramatic pause, or long framing shots of people walking, marching, and that's the end. Ooh, yeah. there's a turkey. I
1: remember the end being really, yeah, just abrupt. Anyway, we gotta go on to the black cat, uh, blackjack because I've gotta, have gotta pack up the okay. car, and, uh, stuff, and get out of here soon.
0: Blackjack setting the two thousand something Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia Olympics. Olympics. Our main character, who is a surgeon, is offered a job, and the superhumans are now a th- are now a thing in the media. Media. Along with this, with this, this person keeps you're, wanting. you about- doing
1: a terrible. You're doing a terrible job. Nobody's gonna be able to follow that. They're at Go the Olympics. It. There are um, people are breaking all these records. Like it's just crazy. Like, uh, like literally in every event, somebody is is somebody who came out of nowhere. Like somebody who wasn't training their whole life to be an Olympian. Somebody who like picked it up on a whim the year before was breaking the established record of of the high jump, the track and field, like everything, swimming, everything. They were they're beating all these records, and the announcers are talking about like these superhumans. Like these people are just absolutely superhuman. And he wondered, he like. There's this conjecture as to whether or not they were gonna, they were gonna be a breakaway civilization that was gonna take o- over the human race, right? As this new, for, this new step in evolutionary biology, right? And it turns out that uh, as the story goes on, that these people who are considered part of this superhuman race start to, um, their body starts shutting down. Uh, their um, blackjack had a had a, a girl that he had operated on years prior, who then became one of these superhumans. And then when he, he, he was uh, summoned to go and um, treat her again, and he, he cut her open and looked at her organs, and they look like they belong to, like she's like 12, they look like they belong to a 70 or 80 year old woman, right? So he, that, it, that introduces this concept of, uh, that introduces to the story that the, the, the mystery of what's going on with them. Right. And then there's this woman who keeps calling black Jack, um, who wants to get him involved in, in treating all these, uh, superhumans. Um, but he keeps rejecting the calls cause she, cause his voicemail is very clear about what you need to do. Leave, leave your name, the details about the, the case and all that stuff. And she just keeps leaving the number. Right. And, um, and, uh, eventually it turns out that she is, um, She's responsible for the superhumans' existence, right? So go ahead right. and take it from here.
0: So from there, so from there, she calls all of the calls a whole bunch of uh, surgeons to help research the flaw flaws with these superhumans. Which mm-hmm. all of us, all of a sudden, activist groups start de- destroying her company or destroying her efforts into creating the super being. Along with along with this uh, yeah, blackjack and his assistant who looks like a little girl, but really it's eight an eighteen year old girl who has a virus, but that's for another time. She's holding her hostage in terrible places like vacation spot, Hawaii, Disney World, and cetera, et cetera. Etc. Cetera. So activists and government are coming down on her she gives blackjack the virus blackjack the virus and it comes to a it comes down to an intense intense rush of how will blackjack cure this virus right
1: also just sharing this meme
0: yeah 60. Right. Anyway.
1: whatever it doesn't matter. It's, the point is that the that they're right about the uh, Mako from Kill the Kill looking like a combination of the two. Anyway, yeah. so um, I think we already established that nobody had actually been able to watch the uh, the stuff from the Watch Club, um, but uh, it's a great movie. Um, it's as a person who sort of works on projects and makes stories and whatnot, um, I feel like it would be really hard to write stories about surgeons like, it just feels like for me personally, I, I don't feel like I'd ever be satisfied with the amount of research necessary to actually make it gripping and whatnot. You know, like, uh, I feel like I'd constantly be, um, overly conscious of the fact that actual doctors are going to look at well, this procedure that I'm presenting is this like super difficult, uh, thing. And it turns out like, Oh, it's actually not that hard. Like we teach that at, you know, year one schools, the kind of
0: thing, you know, well, well you don't, what well, you're probably not saying or realize AC is, uh, Osama Tezka. That's what he went to mm-hmm. school for. He was a okay. surgeon for a little bit. See,
1: there you so go. That's I was, all the ins and outs. I was going to bring up the fact that this was Tezuka and that Tezuka has done so many things like that. Like, he's created so many different series. Like, Gonagai has created so many different series. But then if you think about it, I guess that kind of makes sense because Gonagai made a lot of series, but, but most of them are – giant robot or devil man. Like, this is like, you take your hobby and you implant it into what you do. So.
0: <laughs> anyway. um, I enjoyed the movie. It's through. It's thrilling. It has the test touch into it. It definitely has the Tezca message into this, at, especially at the end. Oh God. It, that ending is so annoying. <laughs> it did it better than go The professional.
1: <laughs> I don't remember the ending of that one, but, but we got it. Exactly. Uh, out.
0: It was awkward seeing his... Tezco likes to take a cast of characters and use them as playwrights. Like the... AC, hey, so you probably caught this. The The news announcer on the channel, typically when you see him in like Astro Boy or something, he has a candle on top of his head. And that wasn't there. The females, the antagonist or the doctor with the cause in this case, or business lady with the cause, her dad's usually more eagle-like in facial structure, kind of, where his nose is more pointy. In this case, it's very modest, mm-hmm. uh, animated beautifully. My God, I'm glad I got yeah. this copy of it. Uh, what threw me off while I was searching for it was I was expecting like the blackjack being more sharper and a full black spine. This purple yeah. threw me off. Um,
1: Is that the DVD or the Blu-ray?
0: DVD.
1: Yeah, because they did—they did just come out with the Blu-ray, didn't they?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, if you get, if you have some time, well, if you're looking for something similar to to uh, House but much more serious, give this one a watch.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's similar to House, but it's yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, there's, there's probably another thing to add on to that. It's not that it's similar to House, but more serious. It's that it's similar to House. So the thing about House MD is that House isn't is an is a hole, but a great doctor, right? Right. And that and that he's got his own personal things that he's dealing with with his leg pain and all that stuff. But um, with this, it's like. Um, so let's say that let's say that that House the deep underlying thing is about house and his, I guess you call it narcissism and, and like dealing with his own issue. Oh, yeah. You know, blackjack is more about like, there's just, it's a more ma- mature, like there's more going on. That's, that's of more, it's less petty. Let's put it that way. It's a less yeah. petty important issue.
0: Um, a bit, a bit of blackjack himself, his own, what do you call it? Um, uh, agenda. Mm-hmm is he's against the establishments. He wants to do the performance correctly and professionally, but he doesn't want to be, be accredited because he sees it as a scam, which on the flip side for some of these stories, that's why a lot of his surgeries could cost up to a new, a new vacation island or a small yeah. economy just to get
1: so his $250,000. Others were a couple million dollars, you know? Oh, yeah. um, and I, I, felt like that was a real commentary coming from uh, now that you've established that um, Tezuka was a, that he went to school to be a surgeon or whatever. I think that that sounds like, it sounds like that might've been what turned Tezuka off to the idea of actually doing that long-term professionally, you know, oh, yeah. and that, that he was putting it into blackjack that he funneled that frustration into his creation there. Um, as a way to, as an outlet for the uh, frustration he was dealing with.
0: I need to relook this up. I think his mother dying is probably what got him into animation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm not sure on that on that aspect. Oh, um, anyway, I guess got- so
1: It's it's past twelve for me. I'm gonna need to start wrapping this up. Can do you want to um what
0: watch move club? To this? Yes.
1: Yeah. So. I need to look for something real quick. You go
0: ahead and talk about that. Right. So for Watch Club, I have we have looked at the D rights different licenses before and since we're in the Christmas uh-huh, well, that's well, why. Now in December. Okay. December. So uh, we have something angelic <laughs> to watch, such as Seraph Call, which is typically Seraphim. pretty cheap. Seraphim call. Seraphim. Which
1: yeah, is, I got it for five bucks uh at book off. And it's new. It's still in the packaging. Oh um, yeah. Just real quick, I yeah. just want to say I have a, a code, a link in in the description for the Amazon listing. Try to find it cheaper because I wouldn't pay that much. Um, and there's another listing on Amazon for ninety nine bucks.
0: They're for crazy. The, like,
1: I, they're crazy. I mean, Don't I've even. seen
0: I've seen listings for something so common they they want to sell it for fifteen thousand dollars. Which <laughs> good luck, buddy.
1: Well, let me just say that um, you you suggested seraphim call and i'm like yeah i have that right and i'm thinking in my head i knew i had it and the whole time because you said it was released like you're trying to tell me who it was released but i'm like that was like d rights yeah you know there was actually anime works and d rights you're like yep. yeah it was that and it's like in my head i i'm thinking I, I have it pictured in my head and then when i looked on anime news network to grab the link so that i could put the link in the description for where you could buy it on amazon um it had this cover on and i'm like I don't have that. That's not what I'm thinking of. That's not my Seraphim call. And then I grabbed it and I'm like, oh, I do have it. It does look like that. And then like this whole time, pretty much I'm thinking like, what is the thing I'm thinking of? It's Sentimental Journey, which is right next to it. Also released by D-Writes. It sits almost right next to it in my collection. I thought this was Seraphim call. I thought we were going to watch this. I have no idea what this is. I don't don't even know I had this.
0: See, this is why we have this club, sort of, kind of, but the main point. I would like to get into Sentimental Memories eventually.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so this is 12 episodes. Oh, okay. This is also. So they're both see. They're both 12 episodes. And that's bizarre. I can't believe that. Oh, and this one actually isn't anime works. This is just D-writes. Yep. Interesting. All right. Anyway, guys, um, sorry to yeah, let's watch this hundred dollar anime for next time. Yeah, um, you you can get it for twenty five, but look on eBay; it's gotta be cheaper. Like if you're gonna uh, actually people, go and get it,
0: so I've seen this sell for like dollars still. Just yeah, I'll find it. Um, in regarding FTDM's comment that blackjack sounds like a
1: cool series, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, there's I can't grab it because it's behind everything else, but there's uh I think it was U.S. Manga Corps released these two boxes, Collection 1 and Collection 2. Every single story in that is phenomenal. It's just as good as the movie. Um, Obviously, the movie has higher production values, but seriously, it's incredible. Every single story is great, um, and it's definitely worth getting. It's really hard to get Collection 1, just so you know. Um, Hopefully, it gets re-released in the future because it's fantastic.
0: Well, luckily Um, for Collection 1, it's just three DVDs.
1: Yeah. Is it Collection 1 that's the rare one or Collection 2? I have the art boxes, two. so maybe maybe the art boxes are what's rare.
0: I got this last year. Collection 2, there's one volume that's hard to get, but for some reason, Collection 2, the box, is easy to get. It's I'm, I'm pretty get.
1: sure that I got Collection 2, and I couldn't start watching it because I didn't have Collection 1.
0: Right, and if and then not I Collection eventually 1 just, in the box, that one's pretty tough to get.
1: Okay, so that's why. Okay, that's why it was hard to get. Anyway, it's worth it. It's a great show. I think that Young Blackjack is airing. Um, it's like a, a new anime coming out right now. It's a show called Young Blackjack. And then, um, if you... That was I would recommend
0: Sintai Filmworks.
1: Yeah, if you're going... Oh, so they, they already came out. Okay, so if, out. Uh, if you're going to look for a copy of Blackjack to get because you want to have it for your collection, now would be a good time to look for the one released by anime souls. Cause, um, that's just going to get harder and harder to get going forward because of this well, I'm, sort still, of I'm
0: still suspecting someone's going to re-release and completely release that one.
1: Okay. It's possible, but I'm just saying that if you're a collector who likes to have the obscure stuff, that's hard to get, that is only going to get harder to get. So I'm just saying, if you're going to get it, you might as well go out and get it. Um, anyway, but I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta get in the car and drive to California. So I'll see you guys later. Later guys. Thank you for watching. And, um, Next podcast will be on December 14th, correct? Yeah. Correct. That sounds about right. All right. We'll we'll see you guys then.